I'm Karen. And I'm Michelle. We're sisters. And homeschool moms. Welcome to the Layers of Learning podcast. Where we talk about family style homeschooling. Hi, this is Michelle. I'm here with Karen. Hello. We are going to talk with you today about morning time. Morning time is a trend in homeschooling where people just, their family gathers together and they do some things together that maybe they don't fit into other categories of their homeschool day, so they put them in morning time. I think often it's kind of a gathering at the beginning of the day, like, okay, let's start our day, and not really different than when in elementary school you had kind of the calendar time and everybody would meet on the rug and things like that. I think it's become a way for families to signal the start of the day. Yeah, and it's a nice routine to put in place so that everyone sort of gets into the mental mindset of school, but it's usually not the tough things. It'll be a little bit easing into the day. It's a gentler start to your homeschool day. Sometimes people call it morning meeting or morning basket or all kinds of things. It's all the same thing. It's just that little gathering time. In preschool, they call it circle time, but it's just that time where everybody gathers together and you get to spend a little bit of time gently starting your day. And there's not an exact thing that you need to do for morning time. Today, we just want to give you a lot of fun ideas of things that you can incorporate into your morning time. And you can include whatever you want. You're going to come up with things that we haven't come up with. And you definitely should not include everything that we mention. It should be a few things that you do every morning. And it's fine for these to change over time. What you do for morning time today might not be what you do tomorrow or next month or next year. It should always be an evolving thing that changes as your homeschool needs change, as your interests change, as you see something different that your children need to focus on whatever it is that is working for you at the moment. I've seen people that get ideas for morning time and just keep adding and adding and adding to their morning time. And then they get burned out both by the intense planning that it's involving. And also it's ending up taking a huge chunk out of their school day and they go, Oh wow, I don't actually have time to do all of these things. And the problem is that they're trying to do all the things every day. And that's not really the, idea that I take in our morning time. What do you do? I I actually don't really plan my morning time at all. And we spend maybe 10 minutes. And and like I said, we, we do different things at different times. So sometimes we have done memorization during our morning time. And other times we don't do that. You know, it it just depends on what we need at the moment. So it, it can change. I don't, like I said, I don't plan mine very much. I don't plan mine either. I have a lot of ideas in my pocket. And I actually have a a little basket. It's got some poetry books and it has some art books and a few things so that if I need to grab something, I can just grab it out and we can do it. But usually it's much more spur of the moment for me too. And it's not super involved and it's not super long. It doesn't take away from our day. It's just a good signal as the start of our day. So you might spend 10 minutes. I mean, people spend up to two hours or even longer. And I actually think one of the reasons that they do that is because it's a family time and they're enjoying having their family, all of their children together, learning at the same time. Mm-hmm. But we're a layers of learning homeschool. We do that. That's our normal. We do that all day for every subject. Almost. We don't do that for math. But for almost every subject, we're all learning together as a family anyway. So yeah, the, the odd part is when they're on their own. Exactly. And most of it, we have very much a family school. So yeah, our morning time, we don't need to have extend into huge, long stretches of time because our entire day is very family based. 
I also think there are so many little things that would be fun to add into your homeschool and they can all sound like, oh, I want to do that and I want to do that. But if you realize I can do poetry, I can focus on that for a little while and then I can switch to doing this other thing. You don't need to do them all at once. Right. You don't have to say, oh, we have to do a poem every day and we need to look at a painting every day. And I want my kids to see a scientist of the week. And I want to have, you know, you start adding in too much and all of a sudden your morning time isn't the gentle start to the day that you were looking for in the first place. It's just a planning burden and everybody goes, wow, this is a lot. That's not really the goal that you're going for. So you might plan more than we do, but don't over plan it. I also enjoy change. I do too. I, I find that when we start a new little thing, it kind of re-energizes all of us. And if you can do that throughout the year, like switch it up throughout the year, then that will give it new A little life. spark. It's yeah. a little spark that you need. Yeah, and, and kids get excited to start something new, but not if it's, oh, we have to start something new and still do everything that we had before. We just have more. And instead, you can say, okay, we're going to do this for a little while and then this for a little while. And some things we don't even do in an extended way at all. I'll just say, hey, today we're going to do a painting. Tomorrow we're going to discuss a really interesting quote. Ooh, something interesting happened as a headline in the news. So we're going to talk about it. Yeah, and you don't have to decide, well, every Monday we're going to do a painting and every Tuesday we're going to do... It doesn't need to be that organized even. It's fine to just do it on the fly. And if you only did one painting that year, great. I mean, it, it's fine. These right? are extras. They're not requirements. They're extras. They're just interesting little fun things to add into your yeah, homeschool. If, if you think of it as just, oh, I'm just going to pick out things that caught my attention and keep a few things on hand so that you never come up with nothing. I have a folder of famous paintings and it's just this little file folder and they're paintings that I have gathered over the years that are kind of the ones that I love. And so I pull out one of the pictures and I talk to my kids about what they see in the artwork or we learn a little bit about the artist. We point out some of the techniques that they used or the country they came from and we discuss things. That wasn't planned. That was spur of the moment. But what I did do is stick into my basket this file folder of paintings. So it wasn't a mental hardship for me to go, what are we going to do for morning time? Right. I have available have some things and then I can just grab one out. So you might have a book of poetry, maybe an anthology of children's poems that you just keep in your basket. We have a Shel Silverstein, Where the Sidewalk Ends book in ours. And so if I sense that my kids are having kind of a grouchy morning, almost always Shel Silverstein fix it. <laughs> fixes it right up. We're all laughing in a few minutes as we read one of his poems. Now, if I had planned that, we might have enjoyed a Shel Silverstein poem, but Instead, I just gauged, oh, my kids are a little grouchy, and I used one, and then it actually benefited us in a lot of ways, you know, and it wasn't planned, but it was available. So how many things, Karen, do you think that you keep on hand kind of as your backup for if you don't have something that sparked your interest that you went, oh, hey, I want to make sure I want to, you know, you come up with nothing that morning. Do you keep, what do you keep on hand? So I have about probably 10 or 15 little books that are poetry. We have one that's Bible stories because we are religious. I also have my little art folder. I also have some little children's magazines that I keep on hand that just have science articles and things like that that are interesting. And so when our subscription comes, I just stick that in our basket. And so that's always changing. Oh, that's a great and idea. I like that. Yeah. So 
it's not one specific solid thing that we have. And then I also have, I actually made this a few years ago. I have a folder of songs that I just took the lyrics to like Animaniac songs and little, they're schoolish type songs, but the silly ones, like there's one that helps us memorize the planets and different things like that. And so we pull out our little songbook and we'll choose a little song to sing. Sometimes we don't sing every day, but that's there in the basket. So if that's what we choose to do that day, it's there. We also have a folder that has poems that we've memorized. So we'll sometimes pull that out and we actually do quite a bit of memory work in our morning time because my kids love to memorize poems. And so we'll flip through and review some of the poems that we've memorized or learn a new one. So, so you actually, you collect some of your own, like you make your own anthology essentially. I do. I have some poetry books and things like that that are just things that I purchased. But also as we do things, if my kids particularly enjoyed them in particular, I will so you set just that like, aside. You I just, put it in a folder and you it's just, just there in the folder. You just print it out and it's there. Yeah. It's just yeah. there sitting in our folder and I say, oh, that would be really fun to do again or, or to Or repeat. just to read again and, and they remember it. Yeah, yeah. So I just have a little basket and I keep all those things. I also have some a few flashcards in there, which we don't frequently do, but we have like some animal flashcards and they like to read the fun facts on the back of the flashcards. So sometimes I'll say, Hey, Isabel, do you want to share an animal today? And that will be our morning thing that we do that day. So they're just all sitting there and we can grab out whatever we feel like. So one thing that I like to keep on hand is games and they'll, oh, yeah. they'll be like educational games. We love the professor noggin games. They're like little trivia, uh-huh. but they're, school kind of subjects. So it'll be like animals of North America or it'll be countries of the world, things like that. And, and we'll play those games and the kids love those. It doesn't feel like school at all, which I don't feel like morning time should feel like school. No, it's kind of fun. It should it's be fun, a little bit light. Sometimes I just grab a bookshelf and share a funny story or, you know, just a, a picture book, especially during holidays. If it's a holiday or seasonal time, like, you know, oh, it's the start of fall. I might grab a a book from our shelf. I have one shelf in our office library that's all for holidays and seasons. And so when it comes around to that time, I just grab some of those books. So another another game that we enjoy, we have several math games like Multiplication War or oh, yeah. things like that that we play. So we'll do those. Um, there's, there's lots of stuff like that that's really fun. To we do. have the board game version of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? My kids love playing that for our morning time. They would... They would say, hey, can we just keep going and we won't do school today? I'm like, no, we're still, this is just the morning. <laughs> you know what else would be great for morning time is the big book of knowledge. Oh, so, yeah. So we do that every Friday. Yeah. That's so the big Friday. book of knowledge is a layers of learning thing. Karen came up with it. So basically, as you're going through your school day, if you, when you come across facts about whatever you're learning about, so you're learning about something in history, you just keep track of the fact on a piece of paper. You just write it down yeah, and we put it in your big, big book of knowledge. And then later, you use that to quiz the kids on. And you do the quizzes in a game kind of format. Right. They basically, I ask the question and my kids have these little buzzers. They buzz in and then they answer the question. They get house points for it. We've got little jars with house points. My big book of knowledge is just basically blank cardstock that's three hole punched and then has the big ring in it. And then as we learn things, we just jot them down. It's also not super pre-planned. No. And... Sometimes people will ask me, oh, do you have, do you have questions for every single unit? I don't always. Sometimes we really enjoyed a unit, but we didn't really add anything that made it to the big book of knowledge. Pretty often it involves most of the subjects, but especially like art, we don't necessarily add a lot of 
art concepts to our big book of knowledge. It's a very loose game, but it's just a fun way to review what we're always doing. So we always do that on Fridays. And, yeah, My kids look forward to it every week. That's a great thing to add into morning time. Mm-hmm. So memorization for sure. And there's all kinds of things you can memorize that you could do in morning time. So some people memorize scriptures or poems, quotes, things like the order of the planets or the multiplication tables. All right. of those could be memorization things. And those are all things that it doesn't matter what ages your kids are. They can all just practice memory work and it, you can make it really fun to do it. I actually taught my kids last week. We were doing head, shoulders, knees, and toes in other languages. So they were memorizing like tete, pause, nu et pied on all of the different, like a few different languages. And they loved that. They were like, we want to do that every morning. If we actually did it every morning, it would get boring. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just something that, you know, we just throw things in that are fun. And Layers of Learning has memorization station sidebars. So those are ideas of things that you could put into your morning time memorization instead of doing it during layers of learning time, you could move that to morning time. Yeah. And if you're like me and you want to keep a basket for your morning plans, all that it takes is just writing down that thing that you're working on memorizing on a piece of paper. You can type it and print it, or you can just grab a Sharpie and write it down and then you stick it in a folder and then it's right there for you. The memory work is there for you. You don't have to dig through the layers of learning books and everything. Once you've done it, you just remember it. And if your kids do it every couple of months, even they'll remember those memorization station things forever. It just gets in your mind. Recently, one of our memorizing things that we were doing during morning time was the countries of South America. Uh We've been learning about South America and I wanted them to know where all the countries were on a map. So they had to not only know the countries, but you know, where, where they belonged on the map. And so I actually wrote it up on our, I used a wet erase marker uh-huh. And I wrote it on our sliding door, our glass door. So I drew, freehand drew the map of South America on our glass door. And then they had to just name them as I pointed to the different countries. So you went in different order and they'd have to say Yeah, and, and I started out by putting the first letter of each country in in its spot on the map. So, you know, there was a, a, clue. B, a B for Brazil. And, and so they had to... They started with that and then we erased them and they were able to still do it. So, so you erased it like one by one, you erased a country and then they like erased the B. Yeah. And then soon they could do it. Blank. And they could, they, they know them all now. So, that's and, awesome. and that's to them, it's a game. It's fun. See, we learned the song to the South American countries when we did it. There's a song that you can, it's on YouTube. If yeah, you do. I, I found a song and we played it. Didn't resonate with the voice. It, it just depends like, on your kids. It depends on your kids. But I actually learned that song in Spanish class in junior high. Yes, and I know. I still knew it. Yeah, that's how I know the South American countries because I learned the song. So, you know, it doesn't matter how you learn it as long as you repeat it often enough that it stays in that brain. And morning time is really great for things like that that you just want to review. Yeah, and you can do things like memorizing passages from plays, like, Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. My kids, their first introduction to Shakespeare was actually memorizing part of a soliloquy from, from Hamlet. Okay. That was the first thing that they did. And they got so into it. I mean, they absolutely love Shakespeare now because they memorized that passage. <laughs> They're very into it. I think Garrett can still say the whole thing. He's really good. <laughs> I don't think I can. Let's not test me. <laughs> well, that's one of the nice things about morning time is it doesn't feel like you're taking a test or there's not a lot of pressure involved in this part of your homeschool day. So kids can really just enjoy it. And they actually learn a lot. We go over a lot of things and talk about a lot of things, 
but not in any sort of this is the curriculum type of way. It's just we're just it's very casual. Yeah. Casually learning about things as a family, which is fun. And you can just bring in whatever you as the parent teacher are feeling like your kids could use right then. Whether it's, oh, they, we need a little bit of lighthearted fun, so we're going to do some silly poetry. Uh-huh. Or maybe you need to memorize things right now. Or maybe you really need to work on character development. And so you're going to work tables. on that. Or times tables. Times tables. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That takes a decent <laughs> amount of out, of out of morning time yeah. to master those times tables. Another thing I love to do with my kids altogether is reading aloud. We, we almost always have a novel going. If we don't, it's because we've taken a short break and we'll get one going again soon. So I read aloud to my kids. Now, I don't always do it during morning time because I have, like, I'll do it during maybe at lunch or I always have one book that all of my kids, including my college kids, will come and listen to in the evening. And so that one we don't do in in morning time because they would miss it. Yeah, we usually read our read aloud around lunchtime too. That's just kind of our family thing. We've just always done. But often I will grab a book that I read aloud to them during morning time that's just like a picture book or something. Sometimes something that we picked up from the library. Sometimes it's one of the things that we're learning about in our layers of learning topics that's just an interesting thing. But it's usually a little bit more lighthearted type just of a fun book. book. We're just sharing a fun book. Yeah. Like I, I remember the first time I read my kids, Ricky Ticky Tembo, No So Rembo. Have you ever read that book? I don't think I have. Oh, it's such a cute book. It's, it's this story about this boy who has such a long name that when he falls down the well, his brother's trying to tell their mom, Ricky Ticky Tembo, No So Rembo, Charlie Barucci, Pit Perry Pembo has fallen down the well. Wow, Karen, and that was good. Yeah, he, he has to <laughs> say it so many times and his name is so long that it's hard to tell that this tragedy has happened. And so anyway, it goes into this whole story and talking about why the Chinese name their kids one syllable names. Oh, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a cute, fun story. But I remember the first time I read that to my kids, it was during morning time. And by the end of the story, they're all reciting it with me. Ricky Tiki Tembo, no so Rembo. You know, everybody was repeating it. Get kind into of like the chant. And the bear wants more. When you read that book, by the end of the book, everyone is saying it. it. So we just do fun stories like that. And that's that's a good morning time thing. So something that we're doing that I just started is current events. And this can be interesting. I don't have any really small children. I wouldn't do this with you know, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds. I would only do it with middle grades and up probably. Uh-huh. But we're watching CNN 10 every day. It's it's really good. It's a news, it's a 10-minute news thing and it's geared towards kids. So they don't put things on there that are graphic or terribly disturbing, but they do put some real news events on there. So like, this is online, not like TV yes, station. Yes, it's right? online. So just search for CNN 10. Okay. And, and you can find it. The other day, they had a story about how Turkey is invading Syria. So they do have some real news things on there. But then they'll also talk about, I don't know, some something about Legos. Or, you know, it, it's geared to kids. But it's not, they still do have real news things. So it's a chance for you to talk to your kids but about what's going and on. high interest. Type yeah. Of, yeah. And they keep it lighthearted and funny, kind of. The... the the newscaster at the end, he always does all these puns. And, and I'm just sitting there kind of like, I just died a little bit inside because that was bad. 
<laughs> the kids, like dad jokes. Dad jokes. <laughs> but the kids like it. It's it's cute. <laughs> That's a good idea. For holidays, we often will do a little special something for the holiday. Like I might tell my kids where the holiday came from, or we might read a book or do a song or a poem or something that has to do with the holiday that we're on. So that's one of the fun things that's that we do. That's actually a really good idea. Cause I'm always kind of trying to figure out how to fit holidays in to our homeschool. And I don't want to spend an entire day. Do you remember when you were in school and the whole day would be kind of a party day? Yeah. And the math would be Halloween themed and the, you'd have this party and it kind of ruined the whole day. I mean, it did. From it the was perspective fun. of the teacher, from my, from the perspective of the child, it was fun, but it's kind of a wasted day. And I don't really have time in my life to spend wasted days on homeschool. <laughs> Well, and honestly, with just your family, it's not like you're going to go, okay, let's have an assembly with a costume parade. And I mean, you might do a few fun things, like maybe a Halloween art project or something, but you're not actually going to spend the whole day. Or if you do, that required a lot of planning. Yeah, that's a lot of work. But you can just throw in a few fun things in morning time and then yeah, you celebrated. I mean, they, they can color a picture in morning time and it's not a waste because it was morning time. You can throw whatever you want in there. Yeah, it, it's a, really flexible. Good. I also like to do character training with my kids during morning time sometimes. Yeah. And that could be, it depend, depending on your philosophy, it could be gospel or scripture type things. A lot of people like to have their children memorize scriptures or they'll put, they'll just read them together. I also really like the Book of Virtues. It has, it's just a collection of stories that all teach some kind of a moral lesson. But it's not religious per se. It's just virtues. And then I really love this book too. It's called Philosophy for Kids. It's by David A. White. And he's a PhD. He's a philosopher. And he wrote this book for kids. And what you do is as the parent, you read it. And it has these questions to ask kids. And it gets them into the deep stuff. And you could just take this and ask one question and have a family discussion. I really, I think that I would be that. really fun. Yeah. Along with the Children's Book of Virtues, that same series has others, too. We have one that's the Children's Book of Heroes that we really like. So that's actually over in my morning basket right now. But, yeah, anything that you want to put in, you just have it ready and you can grab it out without planning and just spur of the moment. Have a little delightful morning time. And I think character training, that's a really, really good thing to throw in. Your kids don't actually want to be lectured to constantly about that stuff. But you do want to teach them those things in really thoughtful ways. And sometimes I think we only teach honesty when our kids lie. And it's better if we can teach honesty in a separate setting, like with a story or something like that. Not just when they've done something wrong, we're teaching them the virtue. But instead, just talk about it all the time in a natural way. And so morning time is really good for those kinds of discussions. Another thing that we like to do in our homeschool is I just notice if there's an important thing that I want to talk about, but it's just kind of a one-time deal that goes in morning time. It doesn't really make it into my formal plans. Like this isn't a holiday per se, but on 9-11, I had an incredible discussion with my kids. <laughs> it occurred to me, I was talking to them about 9-11 and yeah, they were aware of it. They knew because we've had this other years. But when I talked about the planes crashing into the towers, my kids became really curious and they were like, so they really like crashed? What happened when they crashed? And they were asking me questions about the physical part of what was going down. And it occurred to me, they weren't alive then. I saw it. I watched it. But they had never actually seen that. 
And so we pulled up some videos on YouTube and we watched what happened and talked about how devastating that was and the loss that occurred after. And then I described how in America we really came together for a long time after that. Do you remember how there were flags? Oh, just yeah. Everywhere. It, cars people and People stopped talking about politics and started talking about people. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, we just got into some interesting discussions about that. And that's not the kind of thing that I would say, we need to halt homeschool and, and do Have this. Have a whole day on this or put it in your lesson plans. Yeah. But, but it fits perfectly in morning time. We had it? a little morning time on that and it was really, really good. And I, I think that's one of the reasons I don't pre-plan everything because I wouldn't pre-plan meticulously enough to go with the flow of what will happen in our homeschool. So I would rather just have things available and then let it flow from that day. So if you just gather, start by just gathering a couple of resources that you can just kind of stick in your basket or on your shelf that you know you can grab. And then over time, you can gather a few more here and there and start keeping a list of things maybe that you could pull out for morning time. I am a big fan of Pinterest. So I keep a Pinterest board that has ideas that I might want to include in morning time. Mm -hmm. I enjoy doing that. So if I just am coming across something in my feed, I'll go, oh, that might be fun for morning time. And I can stick it in my Pinterest. So you have kind of an idea bank. Yeah, that works well. But I do really, really love that I don't have everything meticulously planned because then I just get to fit it to our family. It just feels like an organic part of what we do instead of something that if I don't get to, it's a stress to me. It just gets to be a really fun part of our day that's relaxed. It's relaxed for me too, not just my kids. I didn't stress over it. I just enjoyed it. Right. So do you do you have any regular routines, Karen, or do you just always change it up? And... Well, we have a routine, but okay, here's our routine. I do, we always start with a prayer because we are a religious family. So we do a prayer and then a song, and then a scripture, and then the Pledge of Allegiance. And that's not going to be everybody's routine. That's just kind of what our family has fallen into. And so my kids actually kind of take turns leading it. One kid will pray, and then one kid will lead the song. And so we just kind of rotate around. It's not organized. It's just, hey, we're going to do this little thing. And really the only reason we do that is that it's a signal to the start of our day If not, everyone is instantly there. It's okay. It gives us just this little... It it gives them all time to mentally prepare for school. Right. But then is the part that is actually kind of what I consider our morning time. After that, we do one thing. So I'll grab something out of the basket, and that's when I might share a poem, or we might do a memorization, or, you know, that's where the variety comes in. So the first part is just kind of the signal, whatever your signal is to the start of your day. And then we do our little morning share. I, I really like that you're just doing one thing because you can choose, you know, well, we really want to get into this philosophy for kids book and I want to do it for, for a little while. But then when we get tired of it or if the kids sort of fizzle out on it, I can just change it up. Or if, if you're, you're just, if you're doing it, but then it's the first day of fall, you might stop and say, let's do something for the first day of fall and then we'll go back to the book tomorrow. Yeah. And just to leave it real, like to just pick one thing today. That keeps it under control, and I think it keeps it from becoming a burden. It doesn't intrude too much into your regular school day, mm-hmm. and you don't have to start planning these big elaborate morning times. I look at it kind of like I used to look at field trips. When I was a young homeschool mom, I felt like I had to plan a lot of field trips because that was my responsibility to take my kids to, to do these field trips, and I still very much value field trips. 
but I don't feel like we have to have field trip Friday and go every single week. And I must pre-plan meticulously all of the things that we do. I'm always watching for opportunities. And yes, absolutely. We take field trips. That's a big part of our homeschool is that we go out in the world and experience things. But I don't stress over the field trips like I did when I was younger. And, I and enjoy yeah. them. If something's becoming a source of stress in your homeschool, you need to step back and look at it and say, how can we adjust this? It was a stress because I thought that I had to do it every Friday. Field trip Friday was, I have to yeah. do it. I have to do it. And I ran out of places to go and I didn't know what to do. And I was stressed that I was failing. And morning time should not be a source of stress. This should be... No, and, and you don't you don't have to do morning time. It's a trend in homeschooling and it can be fun and it can be rewarding. But if it's not for you... You don't have to do it. Yeah, I hear moms that say, my kids are not morning people. If I tried to start that, that would there would be a revolt. First of all, it doesn't have to be in the morning. It no, can be you can anytime. do it at lunchtime or in the evening. It's just gathering time. It's gathering time. And you can give it a different name. We were actually trying to come up with a good name, but yeah. we didn't. So if you guys have any ideas, we'd love to hear them. We, we want a comment. brilliant <laughs> gathering time name. Something that sounds cool, not not. <laughs> homeschool momish. We want something cool that our kids would think yeah. is cool. <laughs> so, we weren't brilliant enough to no, come up with it yet. We didn't have any ideas. We were trying to come up with a Harry Potter based one because we love having Harry Potter in our homeschools, but we couldn't do it. <laughs> I guess we need to reread the books with that intention. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Homework. <laughs> but it really should be just a gentle start to your day or even end to your day if that's going to be the end of your homeschool day. I like that it starts us out because we all start kind of on the same page. Yeah, it's it's a fun way to start your day. It does it does help get your kids in that mental mood for school. But I can see it also working really well in the evening. Yeah. Well, in bed, I've talked to moms who they say, I have one kid that's a morning kid and one kid who, if we wake him up before 10, he's going to be, he's going to ruin the rest of our day. And so they do school, like they do the math and hard things with their one kid who is a morning person. And that's kind of that kid's individual time. And I would not destroy that. If I had a dynamic like that going, I wouldn't say drag the kid out of bed. We're having morning time. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if that doesn't work, then that doesn't work. It's not going to serve anyone. So it might be at dinner time or bedtime or lunch time, but it is fun to just have kind of a rotating little moment of learning. One of the reasons I like it is because you can throw in those little things that feel random. They don't feel like they fit into any of your normal subjects. Yeah. Like philosophy for kids, that is not going to become a major subject in my school. I keep bringing back to that because I want to do it. <laughs> but, but anyway, it's it's not going to become a major subject. I'm not going to set aside an entire semester to just do this book. It's That's not going on a transcript. Happen. Yeah. It's... I, it's just something extra that I think would be fun to throw in. I came across the book a few years ago. I bought it. I've never really used it. But now I'm going to stick it in my morning basket and I'll just have it there to pull out when, you know, when I am inspired to. Yeah. That's that's how I have found that it works best for us is to not over plan, not overthink, just have some things available so that this is just a source of joy, not stress in your homeschool. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you listening to us. And don't forget to share. If you can subscribe to the Layers of Learning podcast, that would be awesome. And let other people know that we're here and let them share in it too. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. Come and visit us at layersoflearning.com and on our Facebook group. Make sure to tune in next month for our new podcast. In the meantime, we wish you happiness in your homeschool. Have Have fun fun learning. learning!